This is the Football Pool Podcast version, episode 6, week 16 of the 2018 season. I'm your host and commissioner, Brad Zenner, and uh, about ready to be done with the season myself, but uh, that's because I still have zero points, but that's a whole separate story. Um, This week, I have with me as a guest... uh, the one and only, my nephew and godson, Brandon Zenner. Brandon, how are you? You're welcome for letting me come on your podcast. <laughs> hey, no charge, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Good to hear. I, uh, if, I don't, if I don't win this money in this pool, I mean, I'm not sure uh, I'm not going to be able to pay you anything, so... Well, let's get right into it then. Um, you, uh, just to update everybody, where you're sitting right now is in third place in the pool with 33 points this year. Um, you've also won, uh, you had a little bit of a jackpot win in week four. You won uh, the week with eight points. Uh, so you're sitting pretty good. You're playing with house money right now, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. It's a. Uh... It's all strategy, no luck at all. This is just pure skill. I mean, I don't know how else you get to this point in the season without just being good at what you're doing. So, yeah, uh, thank you for pointing that out, Uncle Brad. Well, um, uh, no problem. And But I will tell you this, though. You, 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 you must have some skill behind it because let's do, like, right away, let's get into this. It's a little bit of a recap of the history of, of you in the pool. In 2015, first year, you uh, had five points at the end of the season. You're tied for 70th. But you know what? You're young. First year, the first year, exactly. kind of the rookie year, kind of right. You you see this all the time, like rookies. In no matter what activity they do, they're feeling it out. They're trying to get the vibe. They're trying to figure it out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they talk about sophomore slumps in in football and in baseball. I just hit my slump my pre- my rookie year. That's right. Yeah, because sophomore slump wasn't for wasn't at all for you because so while you didn't finish in the uh, in the in the money in 2016 you had 12 points uh you ended up tying with your dad for 43rd place um but the big thing was in 2016 17 and 18 you've won a week each year so in 2016, you won a two-week carryover, and you had 11 points um, in week 14, which is one of the top five point totals ever in the history of uh, the football pool. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a huge honor. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I printed off a little sheet. It's on my mantle. I, uh, I, I just remind myself of that glorious week every single night. Well, but then that's right next to the other sheet on your mantle from 2017, right? When oh you... yeah, that, that's a trophy. I mean, yeah, it doesn't get much better than that. <clears throat> I mean, it's almost kind of a walk-off that. shot, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, like a bottom of the ninth, uh, the AL ALCS, and yep. I mean, it, d- it doesn't get much better than that. I'll let you tell the story that way. Yeah, so t- uh, in 2017, 29 points you finished with. But in week 13, uh, you set the football pool record uh, for most points in one week 
um, ever in the history, the 16-year history of the football pool. You said it with 12 points. Not only that, but you won it on a four-week carryover. So, again, <laughs> like, you're, like, you, you, you laugh at this shit, but, I like, I've won one week in 16 years. And How I many think, years? Uh, 16. And, and I think, too, Brandon, not only have I only won one week, <clears throat> But um, I think I won because this was early on um, when we started doing weekly payouts. So this is uh-huh. maybe 10 years ago. And I think I won all of like $18. So you won a four-week carryover. I can't remember the amount now, but it was it was well over $100 for sure. Oh, you oh, happen to remember? Yeah. It, was, it was around probably like 160 or something if I remember right. I, like yeah, that. I think you're right. I know definitely it was more than what the third place player got that year in the season. And it was pretty close to what the second player got too, if I remember correctly last year. Yeah. I think you got an extra big Christmas gift that year. So. <laughs> well, so now this year you're, you're in third place um, right now. You're one point behind second. You're seven behind first. It's, it's, that might be a pretty tough leap there, but how has your strategy, your approach, especially the last few weeks, has it, ch- you don't have to reveal what you do, but has it changed at all um, now that we're getting down to crunch time in the pool? Well, it's easy to say you have a strategy and it's another thing to actually follow it. I've learned. I remember uh, it would have been like, what, three weeks ago when I jumped into third, I was sitting eating uh, tacos and drinking margaritas at uh, the local watering hole with my parents. I said, I'm just going to pick four games every week the rest of the year, and I'm going to hope and pray that the uh, top guy, I think his name is Chris, I'm going to hope that he does not get any more points this year. And I think I picked like 13 games the last two weeks and got zero points. So, um, again, just really sticking to my gut and uh, just just trying to pull this one out for the fam. Well, you know, um, it's interesting perspective because in in your in in your position, I don't know if many people would be picking 13 games a week. Like that's, but I mean, your track record is. That you you uh, you're not shy about making your picks. Like if we look at how many you picks you picked on average uh, each week of the season, you're not shy about it. But um, has being in third place like has that made a difference now? I mean, yeah. Like I, I walk around and people start noticing me a lot more. Like <laughs> it's it's really kind of changed my life being in third place in the fo- in the football pool, right? I mean, I don't think you understand. No, I do understand. I'm running it, so I I, <laughs> I get the uh, I get the uh, the like the magnitude of it. And um, I but I do appreciate your honesty, considering that you are officially eliminated from contention <laughs> and getting any money right. by having zero points i've officially beat you and my dad already this year yes yeah that's that's you know what you're exactly right i didn't think about that you are very (laughs) close to winning the the family honor um at least from your dad and i i haven't looked at your grandma and grandpa and your mom where they're sitting or your cousin ben but um Mm-hmm. I think they're doing okay, so they still have a chance to get you. But I think you've you've got a pretty uh, insurmountable lead here in the family. 
uh, as long as I don't lose to my mother, because uh, that would be one that I know you and my dad would hold over my head as long as you guys live. So yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love you, mom. If you're listening out there, I'll see you in a little bit. But I'm not letting you beat me. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, let's hope she's one of the four people that listen to this. But I, I'm not going to hold my breath on that at all. Well, knowing my mom, if I tell her I'm on this, she will listen. So, <laughs> Not only will she listen, she'll like it and repost it and all that stuff. She'll right? subscribe. <laughs> so- Five-star review. My son was excellent. <laughs> Gee, you've got one of those mothers too, huh? Jack, we love you too. Yes, well, and you know, um, um, if your grandma was on social media, we'd all be scared for one. Um, <laughs> but um, but she would definitely be doing the same thing, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, without doubt. Knowing knowing Jackie, she would not be shy to. <laughs> Let everyone know how well her son is doing hosting a podcast. You're doing great, Brad. Hey, thanks. Uh, let's let's transition then to um, based on that. Uh, you've got a unique position, um, your career. So I, I'm I'm not gonna like uh, let the let the um, the tiger out of the box or whatever the metaphor is um i'm gonna let you uh why don't you fill everybody in as to what you're doing right now in your career so i am the sports director for one of the television entities for a company called news pressing is that it's a nationwide family-owned media company they own uh, I believe it's 16 newspapers and television stations uh, across the country from Bend, Oregon, to Colorado Springs, San Bernardino, uh, right here. I am in St. Joseph, which is about 30 minutes north of the Kansas City metro. We are an hour from the Truman Sports Complex, this is where, which is where the Kansas City Chiefs and the Kansas City Royals play. And St. Joe is the training camp home for the Kansas City Chiefs. So they come up, they spend, what is it, four and a half, five weeks every year getting ready for the NFL season. And uh, I am the sports director for one of the television stations in town. We have uh, three affiliates. We have the Fox, NBC, and CBS affiliate. So I'm basically in charge of the strategy and organization of our television uh, side of sports as well as doing your everyday reporting, anchoring, interviewing. Um, so, yeah, I spend uh, my weekends at the, at the Chiefs games whenever they're here in town. I'm, I'm out of high school basketball games. I'm covering college football. Uh, I've been all, all over the place. We're hoping to, to follow the Chiefs to the Super Bowl, but uh, we'll see. The Chargers might have, to say, have something to say about that. Right. Well, and maybe even Pittsburgh and New England possibly too, but I'm not holding holding much hope for either of those teams. I think the Chargers are, might be the team to beat, especially based on last Thursday night's game. I'm just sick of the Steelers and Patriots. I don't care. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. They're I'm annoying. Totally with you. So, so you you're at uh, Arrowhead Stadium on uh, game nights. You were there last Thursday night too, and even. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about this first. If people want to, the, you know, of the four people 
outside of your mom who are listening to this, if they want to follow you on social media, what? Uh, let's get your your Twitter handle, your Insta Insta handle, Facebook, all that stuff. Let's get that out of the way right away. Okay, well, uh, if you just search Brandon Zenner, I think uh, I should be the only one to pop up. There is another Brandon Zenner who lives in Delaware, and he's an author. But okay. uh, just just spell Brad's name and type Brandon in before <laughs> it, and you should be able to find me. But if not, my Twitter handle is at npnowzenner. The company I work for is uh, our branding is News Press now, so it's just npnowzenner. Um, and you should be able to find me on uh, YouTube. I post a lot of the stuff I do for my shows. I have mm-hmm. a weekly show that I do with a local college here with their players and coaches. Um, I'm always posting that. I'm posting NFL content, Chiefs content. Uh, I go out and shoot a lot of highlights. And so I'm posting all that on my Facebook, professionally, on uh, on my Twitter, my Instagram, YouTube, uh yeah i don't uh i don't know anything there's probably gonna be something else that pops up in the next couple of years i'm gonna have to learn how to use but sure now that's Good. it <laughs> do you do much in snapchat for uh you know professionally uh, professionally no if uh if uh people got a hold of my uh, snapchat and thought it was professional use i don't know how long i'd have a job <laughs> i mean not let's be real i'm just posting pictures of our our dog roger but i mean <laughs> But that's... No, 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 no professional Snapchat use. I do have a professional Instagram, mm-hmm. so I post to my Instagram story whenever I'm at events, uh, uh, post just updates wherever I'm at, and like short little videos. Uh, that I, I'll leave that more. <laughs> Instagram's a little bit more professional uh, approach, right? To sort of social media sharing. <laughs> So the so that's that's interesting um, that you say that because I would wonder. It seems like from what I can tell, the kids nowadays they use Snapchat quite a bit. Um, do you think there's a way to uh, to leverage from a professional standpoint uh, leverage Snapchat to update? Um, people on whether it's the Chiefs or whether it's uh, local mm-hmm. college stories or even high school basketball, that kind of thing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you do it now, if you go over to, uh, if you go on Snapchat and you swipe all the way over to the right to have the Discover page, I mean, mm-hmm. you'll see ESPN. They they have people who specifically are doing social media branding on Snapchat where they're doing quick hitting. They'll they'll show videos for five seconds and then they'll they're they'll narrate about it for fifteen seconds and they're moving on. I mean that's also just kind of the world we live in now. Mm-hmm. With uh, I mean with people have such short attention spans now that everybody wants their their news, their updates, and as quickly as possible. So I mean that's uh that's already something that you see ESPN, uh, Bleacher mm-hmm. Report. Barstool Sports. I mean, I think the New York Times, Washington Post have discovery pages on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, that's already something that's been that's been moving and uh, it just even continues to even more. Um, that, that, that's more, I think, for for big companies, not individual accounts. But okay. I imagine um, if if I am able to move up, say, um, to a bigger company, like I wouldn't be surprised if sometime one of the television stations in uh, Minneapolis uh, right. starts doing something, something like that. Cause it's just another way of uh, of reaching a new audience with with shorter, uh, more quick hitting content. Right. Um, and and do, 
do you find like so you you like you said you tweet out you instagram you youtube the, is this all kind of like directed by the company news press now is that kind of what they want you to do or is this something that you're taking upon yourself uh is it fe- does it feel like it's added extra um work for you how does that how how have you kind of juggled that well well, the good thing about being in sports, first of all, is like with with my Twitter. So I have a so I have a a company branded Twitter. So it's at MP Now Zenner. Everyone has it's a uh, MP Now and then mm-hmm. their last name. So it's branded that way. But with sports, I mean, we have kind of such a a lax audience base that we're we're trying to reach. I'm not in politics mm-hmm. where our pol- our political reporter they have to be very precise and. Uh, kind of more professional sports. I mean, I can, like, if I'm watching a Chiefs game, everyone that's following is probably watching that game too, so I can just tweet out LOL and people will know what I'm talking about. Right. I can be, I can be pretty lenient with what I'm doing, and I've been using uh, that, that Twitter for, for so long. But with, when it comes to my professional Facebook, and I create, uh, that's, a, that's a company thing, but I've also had it uh, since my latter stages in college. So I just rebranded it whenever I got here and sure. I'm posting this company's content. And then Instagram was something I took up on my own. It's something that I see uh, a lot of other uh, journalists that I kind of I kind of follow and um, hope to reach their stages at some point. So that's just kind of something I pick up on my own to just kind of uh, put a professional stamp on, on what I do and kind of share content in a different way. Sure, sure. So... Being a professional journalist covering sports, the big question is, um, are you a fan? And uh, and if you're a fan, what are you a fan of? Like what mm-hmm. fan, what's, where's your fandom? And then how do you juggle your fandom with being an objective journalist? That's tough because anytime I – meet someone new they always ask like who are you a fan of that's kind of like one of the the big things everyone asks where are you from like who are your sports teams Mm -hmm. and growing up I've always been uh, a a fan of Kansas City teams and Minnesota teams my parents obviously moved down here in 1991 I was Mm -hmm. born two years later Mm -hmm. so I've grown up uh in misery of being a Vikings fan uh, Mm -hmm. the misery of being a Chiefs fan I haven't (laughs) seen the Chiefs win a home playoff game since I was six months old I don't know what that I don't know what that looks like I've I've seen them lose five home playoff games. I've never seen them win one. Um, so, but I, it's hard to say I'm a fan just because I I do try to be so unbiased. I definitely root for them because mm-hmm. uh, I, I I want the teams I'm following to do well, just like any of the high school teams I follow. I root for them because I want to see them do well because it makes it more fun to cover winning teams and whatnot. For sure. But if I did have to say I was a fan, it would be. Uh, when I was growing up, my fandom was the Kansas City Chiefs, the Kansas City Royals, but I also root for the Twins. It was fun mm-hmm. watching them when they had the Eminem brothers and Johan Santana, all those boys growing mm-hmm. up. And then uh, the the Vikings, uh, uh, Dante Culpepper, Randy Moss, all those mm-hmm. guys were my favorite. They were my favorite to watch growing up because we were just in quarterback uh, purgatory here in Kansas City with mm-hmm. Matt Castle. And uh, all Elvis Gerback was one of the, the greatest to come through. And then uh, Missouri Tiger football, uh, Missouri Tiger basketball, Minnesota Golden Gophers uh, basketball. I can't say I'm the biggest Minnesota football fan, but for obviously uh, 
for right. obvious reasons. Right, right. right. So you could just balance between any of those teams. Uh, but no, nowadays I'm I'm pretty unbiased. Me and my dad went to uh, a Kansas a Kansas basketball game a couple weeks ago, and all my <laughs> buddies were, were like, "Why were you at the KU game?" Well, I'm not really a fan anymore. I just I just like watching sports. I get paid to do it, and I get paid to talk about it. So why not do it as much as I can? <laughs> yeah, that's fabulous. And then too, but um, you you do follow the English Premier League, and you've got a oh, you've got a team there too, right? Yeah, Manchester City, they're doing all right. We're into the the round of 16 of the Champions League. We're about to be playing a Schalke, and we're uh, currently in second place in the uh, English Premier League, but uh, we play Leicester this afternoon, so we're about to overtake Liverpool, which will feel wonderful. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, but your, your Arsenal Gunners, yeah. they ended, they had their winless, or their uh, winning, not their other undefeated streak snapped over the weekend yep they did yep they um but i tell you what there's so much more um enthusiasm excitement behind this team they still have their flaws but um it's a completely different attitude with emery as opposed to arson wenger um so um we're all all arsenal fans are 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 looking forward to the future. We know we've got a ways to climb to get to the top of the premier league, but, um, we'll, you know, right now, I think we're sitting in fourth. So, mm-hmm. um, I think we'll, you know, Manchester United. Did you hear about Mourinho t- today? He got fired. Oh yeah. My, my roommate who is also my uh, other sports anchor for the television station is a United fan. So we were, uh, I saw when I saw him this morning when I woke up. I told yep. him Merry Christmas, and uh, I was happy for him. I didn't have to give him a gift now because his, his coach got fired, and he was just so happy because he's been rooting for this for uh, a year and a half. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Mourinho, he's good. Um, he, I, he's a good manager. He just like uh, he just wears out his welcome too quickly. I think that's what it is. Oh, it, exactly. When you're calling out. Uh, your players who are making a hundred million dollars yeah. or a hundred million pounds, I guess they would say. Yeah. In England, uh, yeah, especially with a a club with such a rich history like United, um, yeah, they're not gonna. That's not gonna fly too well. Right. So, right. Uh, his three years, I think. I think they're uh, or two and a half years. I guess they're probably glad that's over. <laughs> um. So uh, the the next question I have, and then we'll kind of get into the matchups, is it what would be one sporting event that you would like to either, uh, in both cases, that you would like to attend and cover as a journalist, and what's one sporting event you'd like to attend as a someone who just likes sports? Uh, that's oh man, as a journalist. I think the peak of of it would probably be the Olympics. Okay. That would be uh, just being able to travel, put down your roots somewhere else for, for I mean, if you go cover everything beforehand and all the events, I mean, you're talking close to like four weeks a month, I think. That mm-hmm. would be, so, I mean, that would be absolutely, absolutely amazing to be able to cover the Olympics abroad. And then just to attend as a fan – Oh gosh, it depends. What 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 team is it? I mean, like we're talking a a Champions League final would be absolutely 
amazing. Right. Um, especially because, I mean, they host us in, like, the biggest cities, the most amazing stadiums in the world. Right. Uh, I feel like I would love to go to a Super Bowl, but I, I, the Super Bowl crowd just seems so weird. I don't know how I feel about it. There's no true home field advantage. You have, like, mm-hmm. like random people wearing Lions jerseys there. There's not going to be – the Lions aren't going to be in a Super Bowl anytime soon. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't – I don't, I don't know. Uh, if, if the chief, if, okay. Ideal. Yep. Chiefs, Vikings, Super Bowl. <laughs> yep. In Atlanta this year could happen. Uh, hey, if, if Dalvin Cook keeps getting the ball like he was on Sunday. Yep. Then I don't see why not. Yep. That's right. Um, I think you and I, maybe we'll include your dad. We'll see. Um, we should plan a trip to England and go to, a Man City, uh, either a Man City Arsenal match or go to Man City home match, stay a week, go to an Arsenal home match. You don't want to bring grandma? What? The, well, <laughs> <laughs> we can bring her, I guess, but uh, <laughs> I don't know if they want to I'm, I'm totally down for, for a guy's trip. <laughs> Um, all right. That's, you know, I just literally, I just came up with that off the top of my head. Uh, we should bet that out a little bit more. I think that's something we could do. I'll be putting on my city Jersey here in, a, in yeah. just a couple of minutes as soon as I get off the phone with you. So I'm, uh, right. I'm prepared to go if we want to go now. What time is the game today? They play at one forty-five. Okay. Okay. So we got a little bit of time and, um, let's jump into the, uh, matchups then for this week, week 16. Now, as we kind of go through the matchups, Brandon, you don't have to reveal like who you're going to pick. We're just going to go down the list and pick teams uh, as if, you know, we're just going to pick the full slate and mm-hmm. see how we do against each other at the end of the week. Um, last week I interviewed uh, Carrie and Ben Strawman, brother and sister. And mm-hmm. just to update the four people who are listening to the <laughs> podcast here. Uh, You're underselling me. Uh, oh, this podcast, it's Brad. maybe five, you know, um, I see the metrics. Trust me. I see them. Um, it's, <laughs> but then, uh, then again, too, like, I'm totally, this podcast is a total narrow cast because um, really anybody outside of the football pool knows like very little of what we're talking about anyways. So um, it's like, I would imagine it's peak uh, number of, of listeners is about 126, which is the number of people in the pool. Hey, that's more, that's more than the amount of people that listen to my podcast. (laughs) Round round applause for you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, if you call out people like your, your roommate, um, and then you go back and tell them, Hey, I mentioned you on the podcast I was on, you know, right. That'll help my numbers. So, you know, I don't know. Um, He's usually listening to Levitard. I don't know if we can compete with Levitard. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> but you know, before but the other thing too. So uh, anyways, just to recap from last week, uh, Ben had 12, right out of 16, Carrie and I both had 11. So congrats to Ben, um, for winning the, the week, your, uh, honor and your prize money is in the mail. Um, no, there's no prize money to it. Not at all. Um, I'm before- like a fool because I get paid to talk about sports and they're about to make me look like a chump. Well, let's see now. I mean, they picked 12 out of six, uh, 12 and 11 out of 16. And, and last week there were really only a few upsets. It's the problem was that 
they were upsets that everybody uh, picked. That's why we only had three people uh, earn points last week. Mm -hmm. Um, But before we kind of get into that, um, you know, there's another funny little clip that uh, that was going around. I think it went viral too, Brandon, of um, you, a little byplay between you and the 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 anchor um last week who was what's yes. the anchor's name let's call her out so she has to listen to the podcast too <laughs> megan miller megan miller so megan you know you said um with the chiefs playing thursday night there wasn't anything much to do on sunday and um and she she gave you the suggestion of maybe cleaning your room right <laughs> Like what a weird thing to say on TV. Am I right? Yeah, that's like she's twenty five. I'm twenty five. Right. Like I've been over to their house. Like her boyfriend is is not the Zach Barrett. I'll call someone else out. We're not to start. We might break iTunes with all these. Uh, right. We're gonna get. Hey, but let's do it. I can FaceTime you right now. My room is absolutely spotless. Well, and you had the perfect comeback to her because. That's totally something that a mom would say, right? So yeah, your said, response Thanks, was, mom. Yeah, exactly. It was perfect. <laughs> um, and I, I'm sure you two both got a good laugh out of that after the show. Is that right? Oh, oh yeah. And then, like, we had the newscast going on in the newsroom. So everyone else was out there. They just, as soon as I walked out of the studio, they were just dying laughing. <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, you've got to find a way now to, you know, when you throw it back to her um, to, to you know, ask her if, if her room's clean or something, right? you got to figure out right. some way to get back today? to her. Uh, I'll send it back to you now uh, at the anchor desk, Mom. <laughs> I mean. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know. But when you do, make sure you give us a heads up if you're planning something, um, because while I do try to tune in to watch your sports cast on the Internet, um, sometimes I, I don't get a chance to. So um, mm-hmm. and, and for those that want to see Brandon live at what time? Six o'clock, right? It's newspressnow.com, right? Newspressnow.com live. Uh... Uh, every Live night, stream. except for Tuesdays and Wednesdays, I'm off. So I'm live at six and nine. Uh, yep, but I, I'm not gonna. I'm not. That's not something I plan. A lot of my no. stuff is just it just pops up. Yeah, and and I do it. So I got to keep you on your toes. You got to watch every single yeah, night. That's well. Hey, that's a good. You, you you just want the ratings. That's a good. That's good thinking there. <laughs> ratings mean money, and I'm not in it for the money. <laughs> there you I go. Like the money. <laughs> All right, let's look at the matchups. Uh, Saturday this week, we've got two Saturday games on the twenty second. Mm-hmm. Uh, first up, we've got uh, the Washington Redskins at seven and seven, and the Tennessee Titans at eight and six. And Tennessee is favored by ten points. What do you think? Rightfully so. Have you? Uh, can you tell me the name of Washington's quarterback? Uh, no, it kind of should be Colin Kaepernick, don't you think? Like, really? Uh, yeah, that's a story for another day, but it absolutely yeah. should. Instead of Josh Johnson, who <laughs> right. took his first career snap since 2011 last week. But I'm, if I'm not right, I'm pretty sure Washington won on a walk-off field goal last week. They beat Jacksonville. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In Jacksonville. What, what, what a huge win. I mean, that Jacksonville team is so good. So Washington, big win. I'm really, really happy for the Washington football team. But, no, uh, Derrick Henry uh, is an absolute stud right now for the Titans. He's been one of the best running backs in football the last four weeks, ever have, or best three, four weeks ever since he had the, 
that 99-yard touchdown run. Uh, give me mm-hmm. the Titans. Yep, I'm with you. I'm going to stick with Tennessee there too. Uh, it's a fight for a playoff spot. So yeah, for sure. I, I mean, they and the Redskins kind of are too, but. I, without a quarterback, they, I I don't know how like they should be ashamed of themselves. Really, to be honest with you, and if uh, Washington wins, that's going to hurt the Vikings' chances. So, are we really going to root for Washington to right. win? No, 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 no way, <laughs> no chance. Um, all right, uh, seven o'clock game on Saturday night. The Baltimore Ravens at eight and six are at the. L.A. Chargers. I got it right this time. At uh, Eleven and three, and the Chargers are favored by five points. This matchup is super intriguing to me, and I, I don't know. I'm going to go Chargers, but fun fact for you: mm-hmm. away uh, outside of the city of LA, they're mm-hmm. undefeated. Inside the city of LA, they've lost three games. Mm-hmm. They lost two home games, and they lost at the Rams. Is that That's not, right. Is that not crazy? That's crazy. Yep. But. Uh, I'm. I think I'm gonna go Chargers. They are. Uh, they're. They're. They're still in contention to get that top seed in the AFC. They're. I mean, they're number five right now. Uh, as long as the Chiefs uh, don't lose more games than the Chargers the last two weeks. But I think this is probably gonna be one who comes over. Comes down to whoever has the ball last, and and uh, I think I think the Chargers will get it done by by a field goal. Well, and who has? Because the Chiefs and Chargers have played twice this year, right? Yes. And they mm-hmm. split. Yeah, Chiefs won Week One in in uh, in LA, and then the Chargers obviously just won on Thursday Night Football in Arrowhead. And so, if they're both tied at the end of the season, like right now, if they is if they're tied, the Chiefs mm-hmm. have the tiebreaker over over LA. Is that right? Yeah, because of division record, the Chargers uh, the Chargers lost the game at home to the Broncos. Okay. Okay. And so the, the the Chiefs will likely finish the division five and one, and the the best the Chargers can do is four and two. So they've both got something to play for, at least, right? Because if the Chargers win out and Kansas City loses one, Kansas City drops to the fifth fifth spot, right? They could have the second best record in the NFL and be the five seed. Isn't that crazy? They have to go like play in New England or Pittsburgh. Yep. The, um, joke. So I'm going to pick the Chargers too because I I think both teams. Um, I are, have so much to play for because just what you said, if you uh, don't win the division, you, you've got a tough road to get to where you want to go. Yeah, and then the, in, like we'll talk about in a little bit, the, the teams of the Ravens are, I mean, the Ravens are tied with record, I think, with three other teams mm-hmm. for that sixth wild card. So, I mean, this mm-hmm. ASC playoff, it's going to come down literally to possibly like the last drive week 17 to figure yeah. out who gets in the playoffs. That's going to be fun. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, next game, uh, our Minnesota Vikings 7-6-1 and one at the Detroit Lions 5-9. and nine. The Vikings are favored by five and a half points, which is actually the spread's gone up in the last day by uh, two full points. It opened at the Vikings are favored by three and a half. The the Lions can't run the ball. I don't trust Matt Stafford. Uh, Vikings are hot. Give me the Vikes. Yep, I'm with you. The Vikings too. I'm totally with you. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals next are six and eight at the Cleveland Browns six seven one. Cleveland's favored by seven, and they're in playoff contention as well after such a crappy season last year. I think for the Browns to get in, they need like Pittsburgh. 
Actually, I think they might be officially eliminated now because oh. Tennessee and Indiana play each other that last week of the season, and okay. I think like they need them both to like lose out. But uh, and, and anyways, yeah. the Browns. Anyone who roots against the Browns right now is just wrong. Yeah. The Bengals. Uh, Jeff Driscoll is their quarterback, um, and so no. I have no faith in him. So and no AJ Green either, too, for that. Yeah. Matter. So they only have Joe Mixon, and that's it. And so you're taking the Browns. So am I. Oh, um, yeah. We're making uh, for an exciting podcast here um, because we're both uh, staying on the same side. Uh, let's see if this changes, though. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers at five and nine, uh, at the Dallas Cowboys eight and six. What do you think there? This doesn't even say what the line is. I no. Yeah, I know. We're both picking the Cowboys, right? Yeah, the Cowboys are gonna bounce back. Yeah. Uh, they got they got punks. They didn't even score in Indianapolis last yeah. week. Cowboys. Big. Although, like the you know, here in Minnesota, the last two days on on the radio, everybody's talking about how do how can we get to get to play the Cowboys, how can we get to the five seed to play the Cowboys in the playoffs? Nobody wants to play Chicago in the playoffs. Everybody wants to play Dallas. Rightfully so. Dallas is Jekyll and Hyde at their best. Oh, without a doubt. If you can if you can figure out a way to just stop Zeke a little bit in the playoffs and make Dak Prescott throw, I like the Vikings' chances in the game yeah. in Dallas. Yeah. Uh, next game, uh, the New York Giants, 5-9. At the Indianapolis Colts, eight and six. The Colts are favored by nine and a half. Colts have won seven of eight. I love Andrew Luck. Give me the Colts. Yep, I'm with you there too. (laughs) This is thrilling. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, this might be a game here. Let's see. Jacksonville, (laughs) four and ten. Well, maybe not. Uh, Against the Miami Dolphins at seven and seven. Miami's favored by four points. Does, is Jackson even playing Blake Bortles anymore, or did he? I I don't I don't. Last I saw, they were playing Cody Kessler. Okay, yeah, doesn't matter. Uh, Both of those guys are crap. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, you know what? Just to go out on a limb here, uh, give give me Jacksonville. This is uh, Jacksonville did not have to leave the state of Florida for this one. I think they're gonna they're they're gonna come out. Uh, they're going to try to win. I, don't I, mean, know. I mean, like, they're seriously now, the coach is in danger. His job is in jeopardy now. Oh, after, Doug Marone, absolutely. Right? After going to the AFC Championship last year to be 4-10, and 10, uh, you know, it's not all his fault. I don't know why, like, the GM, like, even trading for Eli Manning would have been better than throwing Blake Bortles out there. My God. God, like any. I would not be surprised to see Joe Flacco in a Jaguar uniform next year. I'm I'm a hundred percent with you, Brandon. I I totally believe that, and that will make them in a, a quite a bit better football team too. Oh, without a doubt. Any you could put Brooks Zenner back at quarterback, <laughs> and they would uh, probably be better. See now, good job. Call out another person. Did you exactly. hear your name on the podcast? She's not even in the football it. pool. No. Half these people aren't even in the pool. I know. We're, we're reaching a whole new audience. This See, week. there you go. I love it. Um, it's Thank you to everyone numbers. for bearing with us. Yep. Um, so I'm going to take Miami. To, that'll create a little conflict there. I like that. Uh, Bills nine and seven at New England. Nine and or uh, sorry, Bills 
five and nine at New England, nine and five. The New England Patriots are favored by 12 and a half, but Josh Allen is uh, on fire as a quarterback. Yeah, he's like the leading rusher of quarterbacks in the NFL. Take that, Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. This, this guy, this guy is awesome. He's gonna be a fullback before his career is done. But um, this has a little bit of a trap game feel to it. The Patriots coming off of a bad loss, where they mm-hmm. looked so stagnant in Pittsburgh. The Bills always seem to find a way to play them at least tough. I can't pick against Tom Brady at home with them trying to get the. I mean, they still haven't even walked up a playoff spot. So. Yep. So you you know what? I can't pick Patriots. I'm gonna pick Buffalo just because um, I like. I think this is the beginning of the end of Tom Brady, and if he doesn't have a perfect or near perfect game, the Patriots are that vulnerable. I think so. I'm gonna I'm gonna count on the Bills here on this a little bit of an upset. The people were saying the end of the end was coming for Tom Brady when he lost Monday Night Football on Week One back in 2014. And he's right. played for two Super Bowls since right. then. Right. Right. No, I'm never I... counting. I'm never counting this guy. Out. <laughs> Luckily, you know this isn't going to get back to Tom Brady to, for motivation. So let's hope you don't it doesn't. Know that. Yeah, that's true. You never know. Um, all right. Uh, Packers five eight and one at the New York Jets uh, four and ten. The Jets are favored by two and a half. Do you play fantasy football as well, Brad, mm-hmm. or are you just doing this? Mm-hmm. No, I play fantasy football. Are you in any championships this coming week? N- no, I'm not. I had um, – I, w- I won my division, but I had James Conner and A.J. Green. And wow. so I got eliminated in the first round of the playoffs. Yep. Yep. How See, about I you? also have James Conner on my fantasy team, and the rumor is he's going to be coming back this week. So my running backs will be Christian McCaffrey, Nick Chubb, and uh, James Conner. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's awesome. But are you? I'm going. Are you in the? Are you in the championship? I'm in the championship of the News Press League for the second year in a row. Nice. Congratulations. All right. Rock Thank on. you. Yeah. Back to my point. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking the Jets at home because I'm going against Aaron Rodgers in my championship, uh-huh. and I'm not rooting for Aaron Rodgers to have any sort of a good game. Um, so give me the Jets at home. And I'm going to create a little bit of conflict again. I'm going to take the Packers because um, the Jets are just so god awful. And the have Packers, you seen the Packers? Yeah, I know they're bad too. But I think they've got a little bit of mojo from changing the coach. I think too that might carry over to a second week. It probably won't. You you know the 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 Packers will be exposed again for what they are, no. but. Um, you know, I think you, me, and nine other guys would have a have a decent shot against the Jets. So, mm-hmm. I mean, in, in your defense, I can only name I think probably one player for the Jets, and that's Sam Darnold. <laughs> right, so, right. Well, they have I, against Aaron Rodgers in the championship. I don't, I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. Um, Houston Texans ten and four at the Philadelphia Eagles seven and seven. Philadelphia is only favored by a point. This could be the best game of the weekend, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. One of the best games. The Texans, they can can still get the – if the Chiefs and the Chargers lose out, which isn't going to happen, the Texans can still get the top seed in the AFC, I think. This is going to be a game, I think, that comes down to the wire. 
but get, give me uh, give me Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, and, and the Texans to to keep it rolling on the road. Well, and like you mentioned before in the Washington game, um, w- Philadelphia winning only hurts the Vikings too. That too. So we got to take the Texans in this case too. Um, uh, next game, Atlanta nine and or five and nine at the Carolina Panthers, who have just gone in the tank uh, at six and eight, and Carolina is favored by three. I've got Christian McCaffrey in fantasy. He's the second half MVP. Give me the Panthers. And I'm going to take the Falcons because I think while Christian McCaffrey is the real deal, um, I think that they are on the Titanic and that ship is going down. So, you know, I, I recently discovered, you know, how Tom Brady was the golden boy and all the girls loved him right. for the longest time. It turns out Christian McCaffrey is the new uh, – the new Tom Brady when it comes to that. Is he? He's a good-looking dude. I haven't ever noticed him, so. <laughs> that's, uh, that, that's, what, that's what everyone I see, uh, they're always posting about how they love Chris McCaffrey uh, on their Instagrams. And All right, they, well. They probably don't know what city the Panthers are in. <laughs> I digress. Well, um, good for him. I'm <laughs> sure that's going to help him get a date or two, right? Yeah, like he needs help. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, all right. Uh, I think we've got three games, four games left. Uh, the next game, the L.A. Rams, 11-3 and three, against the Arizona Cardinals at 3-11. and 11. Um, I'm not seeing a line here, but I imagine the Rams are probably favored by about 350. Uh, yeah, give me the Rams plus points on that one. <laughs> I have Jared, Jared Goff uh, is my uh, fantasy quarterback, and I'm in dire need of a bounce back. So, and I'm going against Larry Fitzgerald. So give me the Rams. Just buy all of the points in the world. This there week, you please. go. Yep, I think you're right. Uh, I'll take and the, the Cardinals too. stink. Yes, the Cardinals do stink. Uh, they're, uh, if they're not at the number one seed, they're awfully close to it right now for the draft position. I mean, um, all right. Yeah, they can they can start booking their plane tickets to Nashville uh, this week. Yep, for sure. Yep. Um, uh, Chicago Bears, 10-4 and four at the San Francisco 49ers, 4-10. and 10. Chicago's favored by three and a half. I'm curious if the Bears will start sitting people. Well, they still have a shot for the number two seed themselves. Yeah, that's true. So I don't like they're one game behind the Rams and they beat the Rams last week. So if they can if they can win out and the Rams lose the game, um, um, they they definitely, you know, they get the number two seed. So I, I think they're in it to win it. Yeah, they'll probably they'll, you got a good point. Give me the Bears. All right. I'll take the Bears, too. Uh Ooh, this is a good matchup, I think. Pittsburgh eight five and one at New Orleans twelve and two. New Orleans is favored by five and a half. I don't know what's happened by New about with New Orleans. They cannot score the last couple of weeks. While we're on this topic, who's your NFL MVP? Who's the NFL MVP? Um, you know, I honestly think it's Pat Mahomes. That's the right answer. Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah, I still like the Saints winning a narrow one here. They win this week. They walk. They lock up the number one seed in the NFC. They sit everyone week seventeen. Give me the Saints. Yeah. Narrow victory over the Steelers. I, I'm with you. The Saints are going to win that game. Uh, su- uh, Sunday night game 
is the Kansas City Chiefs, your boys, at 11-3, and three, traveling to Seattle, 8-6, uh, and six, and Kansas City is favored by 2.5. But Seattle, 12th man, playing at home. They're always tough. I, I think you need 12 men to stop Pat Mahomes. I mean, 4,500 yards and 45 touchdowns. Yeah. He broke He broke the Chiefs' single-season passing record in Week 10. Yeah. With the thirtieth touchdown of the year, um, it's game, not it's I, not Pat Mahomes. It's all Andy Reid is coaching. I I, lo- I love Andy Reid as much as the next guy, but this dude's special. Yeah, um, no, I'm with you. This this game is going to be super interesting. If Spencer Ware can come back for the Chiefs, uh, he would just help them give give them all the bodies they need. This game's going to come down to the wire. I just see uh, Pat Mahomes something special. And I, th- I think he finds a way to get it done. The Chiefs want to get that number one seed in the AFC. I think the Chiefs get it done. Um, I think that the uh, Seahawks are going to run and run and run and run and run the ball and take the ball out of Mahomes' hands. And if they can keep it low scoring, um, because the Chiefs' defense is their weakest point. Um, the Chiefs defense is the weakest point of any team in the NFL. <laughs> right. So so if if they can keep possession of the ball and, and score when they get in the red zone, Seattle has a chance. So uh, because they're at home, I'm going to take Seattle. You see what the over-under is on this game? You said you want to keep it low scoring. Yeah, it's 53 and a half. It's crazy. <laughs> it's, the highest, it's the highest of any game this week. That's insane. But you know what, though, too? Like, I honestly think the game could be a 20 to 17 game. The Chiefs have not scored below 26 points this week or all of this year. Okay. Well, so. that, well, let's see. That'll be interesting. Um, uh, you, what you think it's going to be, uh, you, you think it's going to be over the 53 and a half. Well, let's see. That would be like a 20, 28, 27. I think it will be a, around around that. The Chiefs aren't going to be able to stop the Seahawks by any yeah. means. Yeah. And, but I have not seen anyone be able to stop the the Chiefs. Right. So yeah, give me like give me like a a thirty twenty four that will that will cover just like that. That will something around there. Thirty okay. twenty four. 29 26 something weird like that all right we've got it booked we've got it recorded um all right monday night christmas eve uh the denver broncos six and eight at the uh oakland raiders three and eleven denver's favored by two and a half what an awful way to kick off christmas yeah merry christmas (laughs) to everybody denver and oakland we don't even know where oakland's gonna be playing next year yeah I've got the I've got the Denver defense in fantasy football, so give me Denver. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I'll take Denver too. Um, couple of things to wrap up. Uh, first of all, I hope you like the presents that I'm sending you. Um, um, hope you enjoy them. Second is, what do you guys got planned Christmas Eve? Uh, you can watch me at newspressnow.com. Um, You're working. Live, That's right. It's Monday night, right? Yep, and then uh, yeah. So I, I will I will be working on Christmas Eve. Weird thing they and TV uh, TV news never stops. No. I got Christmas off, so so we're good. But I'll be uh, working Christmas Eve, and then as soon as I'm done, I'll be driving uh, south on I-29 to my parents' house in Kansas City, and 
then the party will begin. All right. Well, we will. I definitely, the girls and I will be tuning in to watch you at nine o'clock on uh, Christmas Eve. So give us a shout out. Um, You're not going to be watching the Broncos and Raiders? Are you kidding? By that time, <laughs> Broncos are going to be up by three touchdowns by nine o'clock on Christmas yeah, Eve, you gotta, right? You got a good point there. So um, the game will be over. So zero interest. And plus, by that time, too, I'll have lost on my picks in some fashion. So I'll have nothing to watch anyways. So. <laughs> The stupid thing is, we just made all these picks, and I'm probably going to send you one of our one of my picks that's against what I just said, and I'm probably going to lose. So. That's all right, though. See, that's called we call that like sabotage. So, uh, the you know Chris and Brittany who are ahead of you may be listening to this. Of course, they are. Everybody does. Uh, yeah. You know, so they're hearing your picks, and now they know that you're going to go against one of them, but they don't know which one. So see? yeah. I'm- just kidding. I'm definitely taking the Bengals and the Bills this week. <laughs> well, you never know. You normally pick 10, 11, 12 games, so that probably will be one of your picks. <laughs> uh, rub it in. Yeah. Um, all right. Hey, Brandon, um, thanks a lot uh, for joining me. I appreciate it. It's been fun. I could We could talk more and more. Um, I have so many more questions for you, but you know what? I'm sure uh, the four people uh, who are listening to this are, are ready to, uh, to tune it out. So we'll say goodbye. I'm really sorry for wasting 50 minutes of everybody's time, <laughs> but... Uh, uh, hey, it's not a waste of time. It's been fun, right? Uh, it, uh, it's been a, it's been fun for us. I don't know how fun everyone else is gonna think this has been, but uh, okay. Hey, just, uh, I'm I'm just glad I could uh, I could wrap up my victory over you in the fantasy football pool by week 16. Uh, yep. Ready for these last two buys, and I'm already preparing for uh, 2019. Congratulations. Um, all right. So here's the last thing. Now's your chance. Be open. Be honest. You're the professional journalist. You're the professional interviewer. Rate. Give me a letter grade on this podcast. Um, Remember, so I'm an amateur now. Okay. What? What? What is higher than an A plus? So <laughs> uh, oh damn! Like, I can I just give it like five and a half? Five, how how are we rating this? Like, am I giving you a letter grade? Am I giving you five and a half stars? <laughs> yeah, I god damn, now I gotta go out and get, shop for more Christmas presents. Exactly, for you. <laughs> that's what I was, I'm, I'm not I'm not smooching up just to get more Christmas gifts in the mail. That's not what this is about. This no, is, this is just uh just pure honesty. Yep, that's how it works though. That's you you know how the game's played. You're a smart boy. <laughs> You don't make it 25 years in the Zenner family without knowing that. Hey, amen to that, brother. Um, <laughs> um, thanks, Brandon. Love I you, Grandma Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> what about your mom? <laughs> yes, I love my mom, too. I've said uh, that already three times. Uh, there you go. All right. Uh, thanks, Brandon. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds good.